0: FM to get started. How are we doing today, folks? We are going to talk about that amazing Thor mockumentary. We are going to talk about Spider Man news. We're going to talk about a lot of X Men news. We're going to talk about a lot of news here on Marvel Movie News.
1: Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. And now. Popcorn
0: Talks, Marvel movie news. Excelsior to you, our merry Marvelites. We are coming yes. to you live from Daryl's office.
2: Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> I think Daryl's office is where we are today because that right. mockumentary made me very happy. Have you seen it? Yeah,
2: I did. Um, I'm a big fan of Daryl Jacobson. I think he's a perfect foil uh, <laughs> to Thor.
0: <laughs> that, it just made me like it made me so much more excited about everything involving Thor 3, and I was already so excited.
2: Yeah, It's like a and- sneak peek. I mean, if you already weren't in love with Thor and, you know, Chris, uh, Chris Helmsworth. Anyway, Somehow. It's just like uh, when he had like, a, you know, like when you see anybody like and they're trying to figure out, yeah. you know, what's and everything. And I love like on his wall. He's like, here, big purple guy. We're going to get there. We're going to oh, get there. Oh, We're going oh, to talk, talk. i have a head. First.
0: Subscribe to us on iTunes at Marvel Movie News or find us at youtube.com forward slash popcorn talk network. You can find us through popcorn talks network, popcorn talk network.com. Follow us on Twitter at Marvel Movie News PTN or at popcorn talk. Facebook, Facebook slash Marvel News Show. Follow us, like us. And if you link to our show while we're on the live chat and encourage others to join us in the live chat, doom in the booth. Doom. We'll retweet you.
2: (laughs) Doom
1: is
3: here.
2: You okay, Doom? Doom
1: had
3: audio
0: problems. Doom was figuring out the mask. He was adjusting. It's it's, it's a whole thing. So uh, this week, I am joined by the ever-loving Marquia.
2: Hello, uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Markia McCarty, M-A-R-K-E-I-A-M-C-C-A-R-T-Y.
0: And we'll be joined by another guest <laughs> when well. he gets through traffic. Uh, that started with delay <laughs> today, folks. We are waiting on the one, the only Alan Sizzler Kissler who is, uh, you know, dealing with LA being LA. So instead of waiting, we'll push forward. And yeah. since it is a coy hosted show today, Deadpool. <laughs> of course. Deadpool two, no news. Deadpool one, it's been out a while, but. We found out this week, and this is impossibly endearing for me, that Ryan Reynolds himself paid the writers to be on set every day. Yeah. That's adorable. Uh, The quote was (laughs) that, we were on set every day, interestingly. Ryan wanted us there. We were on the project for six years. It was really a core creative team of us, Ryan and the director, Tim Miller. Fox, interestingly, wouldn't pay for us to be on set. Ryan Reynolds paid out of his own money, out of his own pocket. (laughs) That is... I mean, come on.
2: Yeah, I mean that's that's what you want. Uh, you I mean we already knew that he was so involved right. in the Deadpool. I mean. He, 11 he, years of him kept fighting it. I know he kept but to the point where it's like I'm gonna put my money where my mouth is Yeah, it's like I need that core creative team those writers to I be on set that. to, that's fantastic like
0: the Keanu Reeves thing where he bought everyone motorcycles in the matrix and like I love do oh, you hear about
2: that I, I forgot about that like, that synapse just got reconnected yeah, when he's saying that, that but yeah he did do that
0: I love when actors are like hey I have, I have this because of you guys and I want to pay it forward and here's money like I love that <laughs> like Deadpool is the most most obnoxious crass ryan reynolds is van wilder like i love that this guy is all these things but he's also like devoted dad good husband guy who pays his writers to be on set
2: hilarious on twitter <laughs> just oh yeah
0: brilliant like there's oh, better lists about his tweets than most people ever have like lists like he's just brilliant yes. all the time and he's also all heart so uh deadpool paid to make sure that movie was good out of his own pocket and you know he wasn't getting paid much like yeah that movie costs less than most catering budgets yeah (laughs) like that's crazy that's
2: true and uh, apparently um well you already know like the second one isn't going to have that much bigger of a budget so yeah i I like that
0: he was coming off ripd and like turbo like he wasn't exactly like riding (laughs) high like i forgot
2: about movie in one
0: year he had those two movies
2: where he was a was a sheriff of the dead or right with jeff bridges
0: and then he also played a snail that no one saw and i saw both because i love the man but man that was a rough year and then to be like (laughs) all right well i'm just gonna give the right like i love that and it makes me really happy so i wanted to share with y'all that deadpool it's coming and it's gonna be just
2: as good just love when that passion just explodes oh, I'm everywhere. So so that... And since Matt Key is
0: not here, uh, we still got to mention his boy. And I'm going to follow up Deadpool news with Doctor Strange news. These are okay. rumored, but it is rumored that there might be some ties to Runaways in the Doctor Strange movie. Oh, that's crazy! Because we just heard about Runaways being a Hulu show, which would imply mm-hmm. a whole connectivity we've never seen. Ah,
2: uh, yeah, yeah. Actually, it's um, it's I'm just loving how everything. Just it, the world keeps on getting exploded more and more, and Doctor Strange has done a really good job of exploding things out for other properties down oh, yeah. the line. So it's like, wow, I'm 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 on board. I'm on board I mean, there's this. also rumors that Guardians is going to connect through it.
0: Like, there's a lot of rumors <laughs> that Doctor Strange like is going to be the bridge to like the Guardians has always been slightly separate. Like, it's in the universe mm-hmm. but not touching. And then Runaways would be Hulu. So if if they can use, I mean, obviously these multiple realms, multiple realities, all these parallel universes. What a better way to like tie it all together. Yeah. Uh, and and that means that they've been thinking about Runaways for quite some time because they're I mean, done. I mean, I think
3: it's I think it's just very it's very clean and simple to tie Runaways into Doctor Strange and especially uh, just because it's a uh, it's Minoru. right, uh, right, the, which, right. Who, whose uh, daughter is Tina a member and Nico,
2: is that what you are talking?
3: Yeah, yeah, because yeah. uh, her daughter is a member of the Runaways, so it's like it. You, I think I don't even know if she's going to be in the movie, but she did appear. The mom, uh, she did appear in. The Doctor Strange tie-in prelude comic.
0: Interesting. So she's already okay. around.
3: Uh, which are, those are considered, I believe that the the term that I, I we, uh, used to be used at least uh, near canon <laughs> you know, uh, was like something that was used uh, around uh, a few years ago at least. But it it basically is just like it's it's canon. Unless the movies ever want to contradict it.
0: Right. That's funny. We'll, we'll, we'll figure that out later. We'll sort it through. That's uh, fun. Also rumored that Brother Voodoo and Minoru, I don't know how to pronounce that because I've never heard it out loud. That name there's has always... Of,
2: there's a lot of names that yeah. it's just like, I've read it, but I I've never... have no idea how to actually Someone say it. Someone wrote it,
0: but I got no auditory. Anyway, those, yes. those characters, I can say <laughs> Brother Voodoo, uh, yeah. are rumored to also be in Doctor Strange. And I like Brother Voodoo as a character, and I think that'd be really cool to start that kind of... Uh, magic team, like they kind of have in the comics right now, where he's yes. got his own, like you know, mystical posse.
2: Yes, if magic's going to be magic, uh, all brother voodoo all day. <laughs>
0: yeah, he's an incredible, I mean, for a while he was sorcerer supreme. Like there was a little bit where he yes. took over the mantle.
2: Yes, that's right, he was. Um, uh, not going like well, very far ahead. I even like the sacrifice that's involved right. with with brother voodoo. I mean, everybody sacrifices themselves every now and again, but like um, his whole thing with um Daniel, his brother, and then like. Um, later on with, uh, was it the Eye of Agamotto? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just like, I'm going to save you all. Oh my God,
0: Brother Voodoo. Like, Brother Voodoo's got a lot going on, especially lately. I feel like writers have really discovered how to use him right. And tying that into this would
2: be great. Yeah, the times change and people's mind expands and And characters get better dimensions. Like like
0: Voodoo Magic, like like Louisiana-flavored character. Like, I love that world being utilized instead of just like... Not to say we've seen it before, but the the feeling of Tibet and all those things that like movies use that mysticism a little more often than say like the Louisiana voodoo.
2: Yeah, I have a a little bit of a theory with that. Um, depending because like Tibetan mystical, you know, that tends to be more relatable for mm-hmm. certain cultures, and then having mystical that happens in the bayou right. uh, has a scare. It's been used as a scare a true tactic,
0: and like it's a certain date exactly of
2: connotation. where it's it's like this bad, dark, evil mm-hmm. thing. When it's like, well, you know. Mystic mysticism in general can be bad dark and eagle evil, uh, evil, but with certain cultures it's right. even worse So I like that brother voodoo is a positive force exactly yeah, I It's like that you is found someone. Hey yeah. Alan How you doing man? Not too bad, not too <laughs> bad we got, uh, we, got uh, we,
0: got, we got a guest You're on long. this we side okay <laughs> no. cool. He's on um, the scenic route and we're gonna make our way around
2: Yeah, uh, and you can jump right in we were talking about how with a uh, brother voodoo he's used as a positive influence even though uh, in the past uh, voodoo elements have been used as a negative. So it's like that's one of the really great things that's coming around.
0: Yeah, like a lot of movies even uh recently what was the one I just I just I just saw a movie where voodoo was like this 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 negative connotation because the skulls and the chicken and like the blood like all those things are always mm-hmm. used as like ooga booga. Uh, <laughs> so it's exciting that this character has the ability to be like, "Hey, this is another kind of magic. This is another kind of magic. Let's show you that like" It's all good or all bad, like it's all yeah. we're all moving in a direction, so I'm... yeah
2: it's it's not it's not a it's, yeah, it's not just all evil it's mm-hmm. it's got different sides, just like everybody it's got different dimensions right so it's and, like you I mean, so these other dimensions he's yes. so different from
0: the other characters, that yes. that's exciting, and a mystical world would be a really cool way for Marvel to go, so i uh Matt's not here, so I want to make sure Dr. Strange got its love, its due. No, absolutely.
1: Um, <laughs> and I mean, it's, it's cool that magic would have different cultures, too. Yeah, why wouldn't not, it? Yeah, I mean, like, everything in the world has different cultures, and certainly with the Marvel Universe, like, yeah. by universe, you want to explore different aspects of things.
0: And world-building, like, that way. But just the idea of Brother Voodoo is an entire augmented world. Like, we, we build yeah. so much with one character. Like, pop, this whole thing yeah. expansion. Like, that's brilliant. Yes.
1: Yeah, no, he's he's a really interesting character, and, like, he, it's, it's one of those things where... You know, especially with the time period he was introduced, he should have just been racist.
0: right. right. Like you just he I mean, somehow to be just- was not like, yeah. They did a good job walking yeah. the line.
2: Yeah. But when you think about it, like, back when, uh, uh, I'm going to go into D.C. a little bit. Sorry, I do not like like D.C. Uh, but, like, um, I posted on my Facebook forever ago uh, with uh, Cesar Ramar- uh, Romero yeah. and yeah. Uh, Eartha Kitt. And that was the 1960s. Yeah. they yeah. were Joker and Catwoman. And it's like, yes, diverse diverse casting has always existed. Not only was it diverse so casting, amazing. it
0: was a painting over a mustache casting. <laughs> which is the most <laughs> impressive casting of all. Uh, while on Doctor Strange, Dan Harmon has, been helping out with. That's thrilling. I love that. Dan Harmon <laughs> is brilliant, and the multi dimensional, like Dan Harmon trend continues on. I love that, like, yeah. he's like, let me do this and make sure this is involved. Uh, I mean that's 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 a more comedic aspect that I didn't expect. Mm-hmm. Maybe I mean most likely.
1: I, I mean at the same time, Dan Harmon is all about drama. Like right. he he has a really good sense of drama. I mean like you look half of why we like Community is that they actually had arcs.
0: Yeah, yeah, you know, like, a lot of like, arcs. Yeah,
1: there are mm-hmm. lots of arcs, and and he's someone who really pays attention to collaboration. Right. I mean he didn't mm-hmm. intend for Troy and Abed to really become the friends that they became originally, but he just saw the chemistry between those two actors. Right. Same thing with uh, in the first season. Uh, Annie and and Joel McHale's character like get together, and that was not intended originally. It happened, yeah, yeah, it was because yeah. he looked at the actors, and and at one point, uh, Joel McHale smiled at Alison Breed during a scene, and he's just like, oh, but he wouldn't. That character wouldn't smile then, unless he, <laughs> started, he started thinking about it, and that's what happened. And having yeah.
0: him do late in the game work on the movie is really exciting because like a movie like this, there can be so much. Put in places like the way I'm seeing Doctor Strange right. assembled. Yeah. It's not going to be like that negative reshoot thing where it's like, oh, we messed up. I think it's more about like, oh, we can build and build and yeah, build. Yeah,
2: no, he's going to be like a fine tweaker. Yeah, he's, yeah exactly. He's really, yeah, he's really good at having like his finger on the pulse Absolutely. with things and reading people, reading what is needed, uh, so. what's missing,
0: and what needs to be like tweaked here or there.
2: Exactly.
1: And he's very good about dialogue and about noticing like, do you, do you understand what you're implying here? I mean, right? Half of his episodes of different shows, whether it's Rick and Morty or Community. Are about criticizing stories that he just think went off in the wrong thing. I mean, there, there's like a Community episode about why he thinks Goodwill Hunting is not actually that well told a story. That's <laughs> and and there uh, there's a Rick and Morty where someone's reading a screenplay to to them and does the whole like an exciting scene and then like. Cut to three weeks earlier, and they bring up that's actually a really lazy storytelling <laughs> device, guys. And then this leads
0: to murder. But, but I mean, I've like, just started Rick and Morty yesterday. Yeah. Just nice. started it. I'm, yeah. I'm getting it. I'm not Have fun, I'm excited for this journey in my life. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so with Guardians of the Galaxy, we found out that Kurt Russell was actually Chris Pratt's idea. And something about the idea of Chris Pratt just like watching like 80s movies being like, you know, we should play my dad. Yeah.
2: like, yeah. We should play Ego, Captain Ron. Yeah, like, not Our, only the power of... Tango and Cash. The power of Chris
1: Pratt. Wyatt Earp. Wyatt Earp to be my dad.
0: <laughs> the power of Chris Pratt to be, like, to have that kind of, like, Marvel trusting gun in Pratt so much that he's like, sure, see sure. that seems like a great idea. And then it turning real, like, what a great 10 years ago, people didn't know who Chris Pratt was, and now he's like, I think Kurt Ross for my dad. And they're like, We think so too. Like, done.
2: You're That's right, amazing.
0: Kurt. Uh, the, the quote was that he was actually not in my head initially, but one day Chris suggested him, and I would have totally really disappointed if he'd said no. Hey, if you have to cast anything, Kurt's a really good way to go. That's true, James Gunn. <laughs> That's very true. So, not really news, but I thought it was a quirky little anecdote and really funny. Now, Captain Marvel finally has a shortlist for directors, but keep in mind, Often, these aren't proven or validated, or they might have been a shortlist and then another director came on, so these are all not conjecture, but we're not sure what exactly is going on with them, but four directors are rumored for Captain Marvel. We have Nico Caro, who directed Whale Rider, Leslie Linka-Gladder, who directs uh, Ray Donovan. And then Laureen Scafaria, who directed Seeking a Friend for the End of the World, which I think is a really underrated movie if you haven't oh, seen it. Oh, it's so good. It's great, but nobody talks about it. I like, haven't I don't, seen it. It's, it's I'll put new, it on the list. It's a good quality <clears throat> film. It, don't, it breaks don't think, your heart.
1: I don't think people knew exactly what to expect from that movie. Just it was from, early
0: Steve Carell drama. It was early Steve oh, Carell okay. drama.
1: And, and I mean, the trailers. Yeah, the trailers seemed very divided about how much of the Comedy funny do we drama. want to show and how was, much of the drama do we want to Steve show.
0: Steve Carell's drama now, but then he was just coming off a bunch of comedies. I think they didn't really know how to market it because like Dan in real life didn't do as well either and these are movies that right. like, Steve Cross brilliant so it's something that people should see and the directing's great and that gives me a lot of hope for her tone uh, and then another director was added recently um, let's see Rebecca Thomas who directed 2012's Electric Children an indie drama so these a lot of these directors I don't know and I, I mean I'm pretty well versed in movies and indies I'm not obviously to this level but um, I, the excitement of these being tiny indie directors and directors that Put so much heart into their work
4: yeah they yeah. know
0: the stakes that captain marvel has they know they're introducing the first large female lead in the marvel universe in her own solo film this is their first solo female director so i mean do you guys have any thoughts on these particular directors
2: I wish I was better versed. Yeah, then, I feel like you know, I'm just like good. I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to put all their movies on the list and yeah, you know, come I'm, back with a more informed opinion. I'm
3: curious but- if you guys think that there is a strength to picking a, a an up and comer like a no name, or if they want to really try to sell this, uh, which is a, a harder marketing property, just even based on the name uh, with a more known director. Or if there's any merit to that at all.
0: I think there's only five directors that have the name that pulls in the audience. I think there's only like yeah. maybe five directors yeah. in the world where, like, and the average person, just the yeah. average Joe is like, oh, right, the Steve Spielberg. Yeah. Like, there's not that many directors that name has that kind of recognition. I yeah. think the talent's more important.
1: Um, well it's it's also the fact is like Marvel by itself is its own selling point absolutely now. they yes. don't they don't need to worry about like should we get a big director so that people will watch one of our superhero films right. like
0: no it's yeah. it's freaking marvel like Taiti Waikiki, is, is it's his biggest thing by a lot yeah and I'm just very excited
1: and and I mean the fact is like this just goes back to the idea that Marvel has had uh, since the beginning of Marvel Studios that you you get people hopefully but Quite usually, who are right for the job, yeah, and, right. and who are mainly there about storytelling, because you know, yeah. Ken Branagh, uh, well, on, on Thor, that was huge for me because I'm a Shakespearean nut. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of my friends, like who aren't into theater or really into filmmaking, but they, you know, they go to movies every summer. They couldn't have told you who Ken Branagh right, was. Right. No. they didn't like, know no. Hamlet. Like, how can you not know? Like he did this four-hour version of Hamlet. <laughs> right, like, oh, right, that it Sounds great. Who's Laurence like, Olivier? What yeah. do you mean
0: he's the new Laurence Olivier? Who's right, exactly. Laurence yeah. Olivier?
1: And and, uh, and so so I think that also there's there's the fact of from a power perspective, if you have a more indie director thrown in there, yeah, then it's. I think there's an attitude of like they won't be so set in their ways. Mm -hmm. We can give them notes. We can tell them maybe this isn't quite working for our Marvel Universe. They
0: also focus, sorry, they also focus on character. And that's yes. really important yeah. to me, is that you're not dealing with a director who's so used to directing action films that they focus on the action. You're not dealing with, like, a... Give me no disrespect to either of these gentlemen. You're not dealing with a, a Michael Bay or a Zack Snyder who is focused on the visual I'll give disrespect aspects. for them. I will stand by my <laughs> neutrality. I will stand I by will, my
1: disrespect for both of them. My I will opinion, stand
0: by doom. My opinion notwithstanding, <laughs> I think having characters who's... <laughs> <laughs> the directors whose character work is stronger than their focus is on the character work is more important because marvel's built this universe out of character choices and the mm-hmm. character choices are what make the film and i'd rather see a scene i'd rather see a scene where a bunch of Avengers are hanging out in a farmhouse than i'd rather see a scene about them fighting another like gray horde
2: no uh-huh. well to piggyback off of um what you were saying with uh indie directors and marvel being a major name that's going to bring in audience anyway uh from a fiscal point of view, if you have an indie director, yeah. mm-hmm. then uh, you know Here's you can save dollars. a little bit on the budget. Uh, but also, Paid in pizza. Uh, making a <laughs> making a film like this is also a star maker. Oh, 100%. So you can yeah. so yes, they can they can get paid peanuts for this particular film yeah, but Marvel then Beals they're going to be years. exactly. So just yeah. saying from that point of view, this is a great choice.
0: Absolutely. It's copy credit meals for big filmmaking. <laughs> like it's just like please But the next one, the yeah. next
2: one's going to be But also
1: like it it's all of these films that we've talked about from these directors are, are films where I think about those stories like I think about Wave Rider and I think about, you know, The Friend of the End the World and I and I think yeah, I can see that translating to a story about this Air Force uh uh woman who, who gets cosmic power and, mm-hmm. and how does she react to that? I can see all that translating well, as opposed to, you know, someone who like directed something grim and gritty being put on something that's usually Sprite supposed shiny. to be idealistic. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Then I'm then I'm like ah, is this the right choice yeah well maybe yes maybe no we'll Mm. see well you know I have a little more confidence in this and I mean Carol Danvers is a Superman level hero oh yeah in the Marvel Universe like in terms of power and and idealism and yeah, and oh, and, right. yeah exactly. And so I didn't
0: know Patty Jenkins' work, and man, that Wonder Woman trailer is the best looking trailer I've yeah. seen in
2: a long time.
1: If if that
2: I'm movie, I'm really excited for that. Yeah,
1: if that movie falls short, it is not because of the director.
0: Right, and if that movie's as good as the trailer, then whoa, <laughs> uh,
2: they could just play that trailer then, yeah, loop for me. Seriously, <laughs> two hours of that is like I'm like, good. Um, more.
3: The thing that the, the list sort of shows me is that they are going to keep Captain Marvel a fairly light-hearted. Picture mm-hmm. uh, as was like I, I would still love to see a Michelle McLaren entry somewhere in the Marvel oh, universe. I love that
0: too. I love her, but
3: I w- as much as I was saying, like I thought she would be a good fit. This shows me that maybe not for this script. Yeah, like what they're doing because she's doing more dark things. Let's say.
0: Yeah, I think that this shows a specific tone because all all, I mean, what I know of these directors is a very specific tone and it's character based, and that's really exciting. Yeah. Um, I, before we move on, need to mention the way we're here today. Uh, We are sponsored by Blue Apron today, and you and I both experienced the glory of Blue Apron. Now, they have certain (laughs) things I need to say, but the most important thing before I plug away is that if you go to slash Marvel Us, you get three free meals not discounted not what free and they're yeah. delicious
2: it's well worth it like
0: did you have a crazy magical journey like i, I did
2: i did uh you have to check my instagram i did most of it on snapchat but yeah, yeah. check my instagram um, i detailed it out i was like this is so amazing i know how to i know how to make fresh um uh, fresh corn from corn on the cob i didn't know that before this corn on the cob was grilled you know it was thrown on a grill and that was it but now I know how to... Nice. You know, yes, and I know everything. The
0: po- the pork chops I made were, were I mean, transcendent. I am so proud of my pork chop ability thanks to these it guys. It's
2: very easy to follow. They
0: use local farms, local ranchers. That's very important to me. They actually try to keep food coming from people that you want to help, and they actually try to keep food organic and important. It's, it's Whole Foods quality food for not Whole Foods prices delivered to you. It's very simple directions, and it's all from the heart and with care, and these are my words, not theirs, because I prefer to commercial my way, and they're fantastic thank you Blue Apron <laughs> and uh, keep feeding America and if you don't want to like do this for you then get it learn to cook and then give it to a homeless person because then you'll get the knowledge knowing how to cook you'll get something for free and you'll make someone's day better so that's yeah. your other option uh, BlueApron.com slash Marvel
3: Doom recommends Blue Apron for early dates
0: Ooh, Ooh. like early in the day or <laughs> initial <laughs> dates <laughs> early. early
3: when you are courting a, uh, a person you have interest in <laughs> excellent
0: oh. wow them early <laughs> uh, now on to our clip portion of the show. Uh, there's been a bunch of stuff that came out clip-wise, but mm-hmm. first we're going to talk about the Luke Cage footage. Now, oh, yeah, it was awesome. Have you guys <laughs> both seen it? Yes. It's like a very quick little snippet, but mm-hmm. it shows the tone so much, and uh, want to cue it up for us, Doom? Let's take a look. Let's. Now, uh, first Make of all, on. the music from the top is a character, and I yeah. love that.
2: It sets it beautifully. That's right, girl.
0: I love that there's always a boxing ring. I love (laughs) that. It it shows how strong he is because the fights in the other ones, they're not superhuman strength, they're average strength people. So this is amazing.
2: They heard about him, they didn't believe.
4: I'm about sick of always having to buy new clothes.
0: <laughs> Such a Luke Cage line. And then the music out. Like, that was 30 seconds, and the show's coming around the corner. Like, it's oh, what, September no. 30th? Yeah. We have a month. All, septem- yeah. All episodes, September 30th. We have a Ooh, month.
2: You won't see me September 30th. Yeah, no, I'm out. Like, I don't know.
0: yeah, I'm going to take work off it's now. It's going to be
2: a big old binge. I don't even know exactly what day of the week that is, but I'm already it's taking off. off of work. It
0: <laughs> doesn't matter. Short of, like, you know, 13-hour yeah. live commentary. <laughs> from my bedroom to no one without cameras. That's what I'm experiencing September 30th. Uh, I mean, I think that is great because it doesn't show a lot. It doesn't give anything away, but it also gives you everything you need to know about the tone. It gives yeah. you everything you need to know about the character. Yeah. It mm-hmm. gives me full... F- I mean, I already had full faith, but it gives me even more hope in what that show's going to be.
2: Yeah, you already know that uh, Luke's been out there, you know, you know, scuffling and ruffling up because yeah. he says, I'm sick of buying new clothes. So you know that there's more of a history He's behind... This isn't the first scene that you see. He's been in a few scraps. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, he's seen some stuff. Uh, I think that this show is going to be as good as the other Netflix shows, if not better, and that's saying a lot because... I think the Netflix universe is actually slowly passing the Marvel film universe for me. Oh, we've we've Ooh. talked
1: about this before. Like I, I personally think, just television is a better model for it's these a characters. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. comic books are serialized
0: storytelling. It's almost almost that like they come out monthly and continue a long story <laughs> on for some sort of thirteen hour window. Like exactly. it, it kind like,
1: of fits. But then also because you get to explore, you know, who is Wilson Fisk, who right. is the Purple Man, who is mm-hmm. Jessica Jones, as opposed to in, in the movies. And I mean, some of them are fantastic. Which oh, a yeah, soldier yeah, yeah. is still. Oh, we're here. No, a soldier <laughs> is a brilliant movie. Right. Period. Right. Across the board, but you know, a lot of the movies like they they'll have this task of taking. Let's take two really good stories with this character and try to mush them into one, two, two right. and a half hour period. And right. sometimes it leads to misfires, like Iron Man Three, where you had like I could see you're basing it, it on is. the yeah. I'm like right. okay, you've got the five nightmares and and you've got the extremist story and you've got the Mandarin. And, But those stories don't really mix. They are not really. They don't really complement each other. And you've got right. a movie that's not terrible, but it's not um, really like, hey, let's watch that again and right. think about life. Like I want right, cohesive right.
0: as much as possible. And, and the, the Netflix universe allows us to... every, to every breathe. Yeah. To yes. breathe and be able to tell a full yeah. story. You go through it. Yeah. Yes. And like every life has relationships. Everyone you know in real life has relationships. Netflix mm-hmm. with the 13 hours has you experience those relationships instead of experiencing those action plot points. Right.
2: Right. Like, uh, just... Okay, small tangent. Uh, since we're going to talk about Thor in a second, anyway. oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, think about it like with Young Gods. Like if that was a Netflix or like a television show, then it could have time to like breathe. Oh, you have yeah have you know, going and doing uh, <laughs> and, uh, like, yes, you, Bright Sword, and mm-hmm. you know, such and such. Like that makes sense as opposed to trying to cram it into like maybe an eight-minute part right. of a bigger movie where it's like, then uh, put them in, put them in sleep. Okay, now good. That right. we'll save that for later.
0: And, and it's hard um, because. because Because some things, like, uh, budget-wise, you have to do in movies. Like, that's just the way. But with these characters they've chosen, they're perfect for the budget bracket and for the length of storytelling. Like, I'd love a Thor show. I would love... But that would cost $800 million. (laughs) See, see, this is why maybe you
1: focus on the Asgardians who don't have quite the same power level. So, this Mm -hmm. is why, Netflix, you have to do a six-part Warriors 4. Oh, I'd love that. With Sif in in the trio. Dude. and just have them kick All ass day.
2: across
0: the realms. I would I really would just a sith yeah. show Scare I'd be. Yeah. Vikings.
2: Scare yeah. them.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, so I'm excited Luke Cage looks great that is only a month away at this point so not much more news is likely to come out because it's about to be real we're about to just experience the whole thing so uh, that's gonna be right around our 100th show which is pretty exciting coming up on the big one this is 97 97 nice that
2: is insane
0: yeah right that's like we're about to hit that like hologram cover Stoked
1: with <laughs> it. There's a 90s reference. <laughs> so, That's a reference that dates yeah. us. Yeah, so
0: for all you kids out there, once there were multiple covers to your comics, and we don't know why. Once uh,
1: there were holograms put on, just to show you that the technology existed.
0: They were really right. thick, and they made it really hard to bag and board, yeah. and it makes them really stand out in your you collection. Know, you know
1: what killed me? I still recall very vividly like going to, the con- uh, going to a shop and... And I had one of the Spider-Man anniversary issues with mm-hmm. me, but I didn't want them to think, like, I picked it up off the rack there, so I asked my father outside, like, can you just hold this for me? He's like, sure. And without thinking, because it's a comic book, he just rolled it up oh. in his hand. And I came out like, no, because now you had this
0: big crease across yeah. the right hologram. Yeah. Was it, like, three? Si-
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs> the
0: sad man music. Was it 365 or, the, like, the cover of like, the, the iron suit? It, it was,
1: no, it was... um <laughs> It it was uh, issue twenty six, I want to say. Oh, Spider Man! Spider Man! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he, he meets uh, who might be the burglar's son. Right. Those right. four okay. issues
0: came out, and those three different, those four <clears throat> different titles with the hologram, right. and they were all. I remember the Yeah, those days, guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. It well, sounds
2: sp- like the Ultimate Variant
0: cover. <laughs> 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 speaking of Spider Man. John Watts released a very cryptic, but very exciting for everyone that's as excited for this movie as I am, photo of Tom Holland on set with a green screen, and I'm hoping that's the vulture. I'm thinking it's the vulture, that shadow. I can't be sure.
1: This is actually, it's not even that they're going to put in anything later. This is literally the vulture's lair. This he, is just, it. he just <laughs> loves green so he's, much. He's about it. Because <laughs> if you were a Steve Ditko villain, you were probably wearing green. That's
0: just... <laughs> it Doc- looks good on page yeah
1: dr octopus vulture green goblin mysterio mm-hmm. spider-man's Electro. red
0: and blue what compliment oh yeah. green what if everyone's yeah. green let's say what's I green mean, that yes. sort of
1: became this unspoken rule that if your hero is red and blue then the arch enemies or the major enemies were in red were either in green or purple and green well,
0: yeah lex <laughs> luther prowler i mean yeah cersei Vagan. yeah that's true yeah wow color wheel guys we know our- we know our stuff complimentary so this picture, I mean, there's there's not a lot to dissect because there's not a lot we know about it. Uh, it's just, it's the first thing we've seen official, I think, or one of the first things we've seen official yeah. uh, mm-hmm. on the set. It's not paparazzi photo. It's, I mean, to me, this says with great power comes great responsibility. That's what this picture says. He does look very mm-hmm. contemplative. I think he's yeah, pondering
2: responsibility. And, and then like the clothing is just very average wear, a little bit, you know, a little bit ragged. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Yeah, Spider-Man yeah. doesn't come from a lot, so yeah. he's... Uh, I mean, not a lot to say, but I'm excited because this movie is going to change my life. I'm so, so <laughs> ready. Uh, that's all I know. That's all I know. So that's going to change my life. So no, every, I am excited. Love that. Every frame is just hype. Uh, speaking of which, the Instagram, <laughs> did you guys see the Instagram post? Yes. Tom Holland challenging Chris Hemsworth, and yes. it's, it's him and his stunt double just doing, like, flips and being Spider-Man.
2: He's, like, 19! He's spider like And he's, he's, Spider-Man. Like, he's doing the flippy flippies. He's well like, done, take lad. that, Hemsworth.
1: Well done.
0: Just growing up being a kid that did gymnastics and growing up young enough that Spider-Man is such a fully formed part of pop culture and then becoming Spider-Man. I can't imagine how cool it is to be Tom Holland. I can't imagine waking up and being like, I can do flips and jump around. I'm a brilliant actor. Oh, by the way, I'm also Spider-Man. Like, that's... Yeah.
2: Everyone. That, yeah. Oh. And getting to hang out with, uh, how do you say it, Zendaya? Yes. Getting to hang out with her. Did you see the, the Instagram with, video where it's like they're dancing? tested
0: with Robert Downey Jr. and Ooh. then helped the Punisher film his audition and there then gets know. to film with Zendaya. This guy's life is just, I mean... How great was that,
1: <laughs> the the bloopers that came out on, on uh, Civil War recently? Mm-hmm. These, and, and you just see Robert Downey like, come on, Tom, this is about me now. And I was like, <laughs> oh, man. Can you imagine, like, just Doing a scene with freaking Robert Downing. He's just giving you trash talk cannot, just to make you oh, feel man. good.
0: Yeah. Uh. Like, oh
1: man. And then with Chris, like, Perpetually in a good mood, Evans. Like, (laughs) the happiest man. Because that was their other screen test. (laughs) Yeah. That was their other screen test. He did a scene with Robert and he did a scene with Chris Evans. And, like, that's absurd. That's that's basically your audition.
0: Yeah. (laughs) What a life. And and he absolutely earns it. Like, he's as good as he needs to be for that responsibility. Yeah. His great acting power has earned him that great responsibility. Look what uh, you (laughs) just did. uh -uh. Look what you just did. So, yeah, I'm really happy for him. I love Tom Holland. I think he's, I think he's. He's my Spider-Man. And I think that that Instagram video, if nothing else, shows that he's Spider-Man all the time. <laughs> like, and that is enough
1: for me. Just minus the science.
0: Just, I mean, hey, yeah. he's young. We'll get there. Yeah. To we'll train
1: we'll him. Get him. We'll train him to be a scientist. For the nine movies I want shows, him to make. Just so he can be
3: more just to like
0: make Spider-Man. The circle complete. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want these nine movies. I want in between each one to go to Columbia College. I want him to train up.
3: If we all write to, like, MIT, they'll
1: have to train him,
3: right? That's true. Oh, yeah.
0: He's yeah, because MIT is known for being totally cool
1: with folks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm sorry, Zendaya. I said Zendaya again, bad habit. I didn't <laughs> hear it until recently. Zendaya. Thank you, yeah. Live Chat. Daddy needs to express some rage. Ooh. Nice. Uh, so, we uh, will be moving on to the very fantastic reason we are in Daryl's office today. I decided this was Daryl's office uh, we were coming from live. Oh, okay. Yes, this course. Thor mockumentary. I didn't get to see it until this week because I wasn't at Comic-Con, and my goodness, it's great.
2: It's so well done. It's, it's so
0: funny. It's just like the tone of this thing. I knew kind of what the movie might be. I knew it was going to be very funny. I knew it would be dry. I knew it would be really surrealist. But like... Mm-hmm. All the jokes I heard about before I saw them didn't seem as funny. Like I was like, "Oh, Mjolnir's got a little bed in his room." Like, ah. like it felt very like. But seeing it and like experiencing that's difference between like a script and a movie. Like, yeah, the, yeah. The the translation of this piece of comedy was so good uh i mean the mark ruffalo thor stuff
2: that i loved that so much that bromance
0: like, i'm ready for
2: yeah where's like uh oh tony stark uh just a second just a oh second. Yeah, yeah. yeah thor's thor's right here right uh, oh oh no
0: okay Are, are um, you busy oh uh, yeah
2: no he, d- he doesn't know how to reach you the
0: hard cut to jorts <laughs> the hard cut to like i wear pants and then i wake up like that to <laughs> me was enough for me to here's my 14 dollars the movie ticket now i'm good whatever okay. you need
4: Mm-hmm. As uh, far
1: as I'm concerned, it is now canon that Mjolnir has a little bit. Oh, 100%. Of course he like, It is yes. now canon. No, I accept Archie. that it now is canon. That's and the, totally, yeah.
0: Mjolnir wears sunglasses because the <laughs> rainbow bridge is bright. That is yeah. canon to yeah. me. Like, I've accepted. <laughs> and <Anna>, Mjolnir <laughs> has a little <laughs> Thor.
4: Holding a little Thor.
0: Like, that felt like when I was uh, a kid. I was, like, seven years old and I had two action figures and I was inventing a backstory. But on yeah. screen and with a budget. Like, that yeah. to me was like this, but with Chris Hemsworth.
2: Yeah, Um, it was kind of like, well, you know, for Doctor Who people, uh, when uh, the doctor roomied with, um, oh, God, what was his name? Uh, He turned out being the father of Stormageddon, Mm -hmm. the the baby. Uh, Whatever. Craig. Craig Craig? Craig is the, the
1: character's name.
2: Okay, Uh, when uh, the doctor roomed with Craig, and it's just like this average, yeah, this average person, it's like they're so normal, Mm -hmm. and that's what Daryl is, and you just, you love Daryl. Hashtag love Daryl.
0: And this, I like the Thor movies, but this to me already, I think the movies being what they were allowed this to exist. If the Thor movies had gone the way that the rest of the Marvel movies had, Mm -hmm. where they became this like own separate universe the first one and the second one felt so different that it's okay for this third one to feel wonky and the way the marvel universe is going that allowed this thor 3 to be just insane but
1: also like marvel studios is such a great thing this is what you've always got to do in my mind with superheroes is that you've got to you've got to embrace it you've got to love it and part of loving it is knowing when to laugh at it and right. when mm-hmm. to poke fun at it and you know like uh, the first avengers movie one of my favorite lines is cap just sitting there and saying so your brother has an army of space goblins who are coming to take all right <laughs> and, he, and it's just like, all right, like he just he just wants to acknowledge, like this is weird, right? This yep. is weird. You okay, this is like weird. Everybody okay. Knows this weird. Okay, we're cool here. Yeah, um, Jessica Jones talking about like the weird guys in armor and with right. hammers. You know, like you you have that feel where it is obviously this is a comedic tone, but it doesn't seem so far removed right. from mm-hmm. the Marvel Studios universe we
0: know. We've like, already it, experienced a lot of this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I, I'm excited. I love the mockumentary. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's all over the internet, as the internet does. Uh, there was also, I mean, this isn't really news, but enough people are talking about it. We wanted to mention it. There was a mysterious woman spotted on set. Uh, mm-hmm. she's wearing a cloak because that's what you do to hide out on set. Uh, I mean, some people were like, it's death, but I don't think so. Because, well, no, uh, cause yeah. that's yeah. not
1: a wardrobe cloak. Yeah, that's a cloak of no, hiding No,
0: yeah, she's just, she's <laughs> but just hiding. people are excited. So they're, they're jumping on stuff. I just wanted to, I mean, I wanted to mention it. It's, it's mm-hmm. not anything. We just know she's probably not an extra cause she has too nice of a costume on underneath that. Like, yeah. um, beyond that, we don't know.
2: Do Pardon? we have do we have the other picture, the one where it's like her with dark hair in the alleyway with um, Odin and Thor?
0: I did not see that picture.
2: Oh yeah, it's just a it's a it's a top top of, and it's just like really dark hair, and it looks like it maybe has. Uh, yeah, there it is. Oh look at that! Is that it? She's in the upper left hand corner. I believe. Pulling it up now. Okay. Um, yeah.
3: It looks in the at least in the 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 better shot. It looks like she is like very pale with like dark. Right. So I'm wondering if she's an elf of some kind.
2: Ooh, that cool. reminds
3: me of the the look of the
0: the the elves from uh, Dark.
2: Now, World. if that is even the same person. I mean, she
1: could be Odin's social worker.
0: Yeah, for all we know, like she could have two lines and have to be like the the one that goes between the gods and the humans. Like we don't know yeah. what she is, but enough people were talking about it that uh,
2: yeah, they were speculating that it was um that was Odin's wife. I can't say her name, Gaia, G A E A.
1: Yeah, that because <clears throat> yeah, because in in the Thor comics, uh, she he wasn't just associated with uh, Frigga or Freya. It, mm-hmm. Gaia was actually Thor's mother.
2: Yeah, but she's she's everybody's mother (coughs) yeah that's true I mean just like Zeus is everybody's. dad she loves giving birth to children she just has them
1: (laughs) pretty exciting because that gave they gave Thor a very literal connection to earth in in the concept version yeah
2: alright
0: that makes sense I'm into it Um, so it's not really news I just want to point it out because enough people were curious about it and I got enough tweets about it what is news however X-Men Legion is officially part of the X Men universe, and there were rumors that it wasn't going to be. We don't yeah. know how that's going to work. But... I don't. Because yeah. when know I look at that, it doesn't look like X Men universe. And, like, the cool thing about Marvel is everything looks different and it feels wonky, but they put it together with Avengers, and they're always, like, assembling it and making sure you know it's all together. I don't know how that show, which looks like pure madness, in the best way, because it's a movie about insanity, uh, a show about insanity to a point could possibly be part of the black leather crowd of the X Men film universe.
1: Also, is this. Mm-hmm. I assume this show is modern day. Right. Yeah. So I'm thinking like, so this Timeline, is 30 like, years after the events of Apocalypse. Right. So mutants are
0: not just known, but there are commercials telling you where to meet Charles Xavier at yeah. his school and how or, old are people because that was 30 years ago and they didn't age already between first yeah. class and somehow they all are doing real well But yeah. I, know. Know. I,
2: I would kind of prefer if the the tone of it just dealt with the nature of madness and mm-hmm. they had like you know the, the mystical aspect to it but like well, just the nature might... of madness I just want it to deal That's with what that I want.
0: yeah I want the comic the X-Men Legacy book yeah. That's, have you read it? it's yeah, one of yeah, my yeah, favorite yeah. runs of all time it's no, one of my favorite X-Men, X-Men, X-Men mm-hmm.
1: titles and and the fact is like if because they're calling schizophrenia now and again we've talked about this that Legion is someone who depending on which era you're reading and which writer you're reading <clears throat> he has schizophrenia or dissociative identity disorder or is just a psychopath right? and those are not interchangeable states. No, no. So, no. So, yeah. They yeah. have to pick one, yes. guys. Yeah, Exactly. Like those are different illnesses.
2: It's not like different flavors of now and later. <clears> exactly.
0: Yeah, exactly. He's yeah. crazy.
2: No. Like <laughs> pick one. Yes. That's too general.
0: It's too broad of a term. Yeah. So, go.
1: so I mean, the press uh, releases have been calling him schizophrenic. It's like, all right, like if if you're doing that, then I hope you actually do pick the, that and the research that. and and
0: depict honestly. Like I what can't are even the good... they won't. Because right. it's 2016. Right. It's a thing that we need to address. It's also sure. a show we haven't it's had... Also, it's also
2: a sensitivity issue. That's what I mean. Like, with right. 2016, really? we right. care yeah. about people that
0: have illnesses. I would yeah. like to I say,
1: <laughs> I can't imagine a show <laughs> wouldn't do that, but then stuff like Gotham comes out. <laughs> I won't... You know, it's I like... i staying neutral, can cause neutrality. You... <laughs> <laughs> It's like, therapy can cause you to murder people. You know, it's... it's
0: <clears throat> Marvel. Make mine Marvel. It's yes. real good. Let's hope they research. Yeah,
1: so I'm I'm just really curious how they're going to approach this and... And honestly, I I don't think you need to connect it to such a convoluted timeline, which is going to change with the next movie anyway.
0: I want a a nice reboot of the X-Men universe, and I'd like that to not have to worry about the show stuff. Did, uh, have didn't I...
3: I see a quote from this that was like, the, it the, it technically is, but you're not going to have to worry about they it? They said,
0: quote, right. Legion yeah. is part of the X Men universe, but when you watch it, you wouldn't have to label it. It could exist entirely on its own. Which right. to I'm me just bumble. says, it's it, a yeah. bubble.
1: <laughs> to me, that says, like, it's part of the universe until we decide it's not. Right. Like, yeah. look at that.
0: Look over there. Like, it's. What yeah. it? So, I, you know. It's... Someone will mention Wolverine
1: in passing, right. and then we'll uh, have the rest of the show. It's there. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, uh, do you think we're going to get M Day with the movies
1: I don't, I don't know what the movies can I do I don't know right. what the
0: movies are at this point oh, as, as a person that didn't <clears throat> love Apocalypse I uh, it's I a bad know. movie it's not not a bad movie uh, <laughs> I'm not sure where it's going it's also
1: got this weird connotation where you know the, the multi-diverse team that want to change the world have to be stopped by the white people <laughs> It has all over, of whom are American. It has a lot. All the one of that. whom are American. It's got a lot
0: of things going wrong. Yeah, it it's does also, have that
2: white savior thing going on.
0: I yeah. just felt like it was a, like a ten year step back. I just that, that was my biggest issue. I but. also have to
1: say, yeah. like if for all those folks who like to ship Magneto and, and Xavier, Apocalypse is your movie because basically it comes down to Magneto stops because of his love for Xavier. About it. Who mm-hmm. in this timeline he knew for only a week. <laughs> But clearly, the love... Is eternal. The love is eternal. That's what matters. So much so that Xavier lets him fix his house and then go on his way, despite having killed thousands of people in that movie.
0: And literally some on camera. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Mm -hmm. uh, Legion (laughs) Legion looks... Doom! (laughs) Legion looks swell. Now, speaking of Mm -hmm. X-Men, Anya Taylor commented on her New Mutants rumor, and I love this actress she was in the witch and she was far and away the witch was a movie that needed her to be perfect and she was the movie is great because of her and she is so surreal and ethereal and magical and powerful and she might play magic uh, she said, quote, I think the world is really fascinating. I'd love to be a part of it. It would be wonderful. Now, on one hand, this is an actress saying, yeah, I'd like to be cast in a giant franchise. On yeah. the other hand, this is an actress that is rumored for this role, and I think would be perfect for this role, and I love Magic the character, and I love this actress. So, um, for me personally, that's really exciting. Uh, Magic is a character that has so much going on for her that could be so much, and this actress is strong enough to make the choices well. Uh, so do you guys know her work? Do you guys know the character?
2: Uh, no, not really. I haven't seen the witch yet.
0: She's brilliant in it. Uh, it's unbelievable what that movie was able to do with so little, like in the way of, it's a movie set in like, uh, colonial Salem. And like, it actually feels like that. So it's like, very natural lighting, very minimalist use of CGI, which is what I like in horror. And yeah. it's, it's well, obviously uh, it's it's literally a movie that's set around the fear of the unknown that manages to keep you for two hours and use old English and like and this is mm. imagine being a kid trying to be like I'm like sixteen I know what the mall is I don't know what the like we don't grow up in the woods anymore I don't know what it's like to live in the woods. This Thank movie, God. Right? This movie felt like she could do that. I mean, wh-
1: where would you do your shopping, dear boy?
0: <laughs> All the lights? Where am I?
2: Because Blue Apron doesn't deliver there. How are you doing this?
0: No, but like, uh, the idea of like the, that time frame is so far removed from modern culture because we've yeah. exponentially yeah. improved our quality of life. She made me feel like she knew that world. And if she can do that, then yeah. I feel like she can make me feel like she knows hell. Uh, that's, yeah, my, I mean, that's my point.
1: Yeah, magic, magic's got some... <clears throat> Got a lot to carry with her, like, emotionally. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, if you stick anywhere near the, the comic book idea, it's this, this person who starts off as kind of an average girl, though her, her brother is a mutant hero, and then goes away for years, mm-hmm. from her perspective, in this hellish dimension, learning dark secrets that make her powerful, but that a also... little off. Yeah, they corrupt her. It's, <laughs> right. a, it's a corruptive thing. And it's it's you're trying to stay as a good person despite being surrounded by corruption and the only mentor you really have. I mean, she has a couple mentors in there. There's like evil Nightcrawler in there. Right. There's also a good version of Storm in there and all this jazz. And and so you've got these different influences vying for control over you. And she comes out as this sword-wielding, Teenager who's who's a mutant, but then even to the mutants, she's weird she's because got she's got this magic, magic. Yeah, she's got yeah. this magical demonic stuff around yeah. her. Armor forms around her when she starts getting pissed. And she <laughs> teleports
0: like, back and forth to hell in the middle of stuff, just yeah. like as you do.
1: Yeah, and and I mean I. <laughs> If I you forgot
2: can, something. If yeah. you
1: can rock it out, I would love to
0: see her sort of be, be the Buffy of the team. 100%. And yeah. this actress um, I think could be. And I really, I was really impressed with her in The Witch.
2: Uh, uh, um, For uh, later in the article, uh, it said Maisie Williams is uh, being considered part. Yeah. yeah that's I of like that. If
1: so you can do that Scottish accent, go for it. That's
2: yes. true. That's very true. That's then important And I just adore her.
1: She's so. got to be Scottish. That's
3: They're, the yeah, only... Very yeah, well, important. she has yeah, to be. Underline. <laughs> underline. The only question is, will magic dress... Like this? Or like this? <laughs> uh, no! Yeah, so, no yeah. well, the will second she,
1: one. <laughs> will she do typical X-Men uniform? Or the or, last 10 years of uh, full nudity. Yeah, like weird sort of Britney Spears ten yeah. years ago costume it's very that,
0: confusing because it's very funky for
1: a sixteen year old. Yeah,
0: sometimes they're like she's uh. a teenager. I'm like I don't know if I should be reading this. And then other times mm-hmm. she's like a, an adult. And I'm like all right, that's better. That's, I that's
1: the comics in general. It's like like half the stuff with Supergirl. Like oh man, Supergirl's looking really. She's supposed to be sixteen. She's a child. And the you are, and the are mm-hmm. terrible artist. Yeah. Terrible uh, artist. Inappropriate.
2: This is one of the reasons why I like Hela. Uh, I mean, going back to like Thor again. Yeah. Uh, this is one of the reasons why I like Hela because it's like I hey I love form fitting. I do form. Fitting all the time, but it's covered. Yeah. It's covered for fitting. form fitting.
0: Makes sense because it shows the strength and it shows the power and right. <laughs> the muscle definition. Oh, no, 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 it mean, just shows that she can get
1: stabbed. Like, well, I mean, I, it's again, it's, it's what would make sense for the character. Like, like oh, if that it's,
2: were, it's so hot to fight.
1: <laughs> like Emma Frost, like her outfits oh. make complete sense That's for Emma her Frost. Yeah, well, that because is manipulation so her is
2: like totally. Well, yeah, exactly.
1: Water. That's her yeah. power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. she is in power there. You know, mm-hmm. whereas magic, when she's dressed like that. That second costume we saw—it's like no, this was this is not something Magic wears to like rock herself out. This yeah. is the artist thought she'll look hot in this. Mm-hmm. Blonde—that's a Do different. This. Yeah, that's that's a yeah. different thing. It yeah. doesn't add anything to her power or her character.
0: So we assume she'll go former. And uh, I love the actress. I love the character. Let's hope it happens. Uh, moving on to the Avengers, mm-hmm. it would seem that in the next movie, Steve Rogers will not be Captain America which makes sense from the end of the movie. Spoiler yes. alert, if you haven't seen the end of the movie, Steve Rogers bequeaths the shield to the world. Like it's it's it, he gives yeah. it to Iron Man because it says it's not his anymore. Iron yeah. Man says, yeah,
2: he's like you don't deserve that right. shield.
0: So, that's America. It's Captain America's no longer Steve Rogers now, which could mean he's, you know, any of the various characters he played when he wasn't the yeah. Captain America, which would be really interesting if it becomes the Nomad or something. Right. I, uh, I
2: really enjoyed that part of the film, though, because it's like, you know, that underlying conflict of the entire film where it's like freedom versus security. Yeah. is something that we deal with now, and it's like him, you know, agreeing and giving over that shit. Giving shield. over like, security,
0: accepting his freedom.
2: Exactly. It's
0: That movie is so good. I love <laughs> Civil War so hard. Like, it's, I think Winter Soldier is the best comic film. I think that Civil War is the best comic on screen like it felt like yeah. a comic whereas winter soldier felt like a film about comics right and i love watching notice? a comic yeah like i was just like this is what i wanted in the 90s and yeah. i was just clappy happy uh so he said quote, hashtag quote, clappy happy." yeah i just just pulled that out of my butt and i'm pretty proud of it clappy happy uh they said quote i think him dropping that shield is him letting go of that identity him admitting that certainly the identity of captain america was in conflict with the very personal choice that he was making that's true, and that sounds like the Nomad to me, and that sounds like a good time. I mean,
1: it, it also, I, I could easily see it as becoming an excuse to wear the black 80s captain uniform. Oh, because, yeah. Was it
0: U.S. agent or captain? It
1: later became oh. U.S. agent, okay. but when Steve wore it was the captain because it. it was his way of giving the middle finger to... <laughs> to <'cause>, America. <laughs> yeah, a, well, because if, if you're not familiar with the story, folks, Captain America no more. Uh, in, in the early 80s, there was a story uh, where the, the Committee of Superhuman Affairs... Uh, who later came up with the mutant registration act and, and things mm-hmm. like that. Uh, basically told Captain America, look, it's nice that you've been a superhero, but you know, technically we made your identity. We made this We, we, being, the technically, American, yeah. we, we being the American government created Captain America, yeah, so right. Captain if you're going to continue TM. Yeah, TM yeah. America. If you're going to continue using this identity and and doing using this role, then you need to start becoming a true agent of this administration and this mm-hmm. government where you go only on our missions and you do our agenda. Yeah. And you don't go off on your own or, you know, the five orders and stuff. Right. And if you can't do that, then you have to turn in the costume and shield. And after an issue of soul searching and talking to people, Steve decided, no, I don't represent one government or administration. I represent an ideal and Mm -hmm. I don't trust you guys, frankly. So here you go. But then he went off and continued to be a superhero just in a black version of his own costume is like, fine, I'm not Captain America. I'm just the captain.
0: Because I'm still yeah. a Captain. Deal I still with it. this.
1: Deal with it and and got an adamantium shield from mm-hmm. Tony. I would love that. And and so like I could see him later showing up in like that kind of uh you know, I'm referencing where I came from, but I'm not Captain America. Like I'm just I'm sort right. of this this shade of it or whatever I'm but still really, an authority
0: figure for I'm, myself yeah. instead.
1: I'm still Steve and, I mean, also that could, if he doesn't renew his contract, that could um, be a stepping stone to have Falcon
0: yeah. step in,
1: as or Bucky step in as the new Captain America. Either one. Either
0: one I'd be happy with. And both yeah. uh, both actors and both performances and both characters in the films I think are worthy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think they've gotten to the point where I'd, like I'd yeah. be not upset about either direction that goes. And I'm not big on them going directly, always new comics, new movie, because I think that a lot of the old stories need to be told, but with... Both Bucky and Falcon is Cap, which are both relatively new in the scope of comics. Yeah. I'm about that happening and going that way with the story because I think it's a good way to use these actors in new yeah. different ways and keep the movies exciting.
1: And the fact is, with with movies coming out, I mean, you know, yeah, these movies come out every year, but in terms of their individual storylines like cap has been coming out every four years or something yeah Mm -hmm. so you just as much as we love a lot of the stories like we're just we're not going to see certain stories we're (laughs) at this point i don't think we're going to see the masters of evil doing the siege in avengers mansion i'm not sure we'll get serpent
0: society as much as we don't get serpent
1: society (laughs) we're not going
2: to get under siege
1: we we won't we (laughs) you know it just
0: we we yeah so now, I'm, when I'm does my Clone Saga movie get? You know what? When do I get my Ben, Riley, and Kane? Go to your room. <laughs> <laughs> When's the boy? Uh, so that's uh, that's very interesting because it, it says a lot about where the films are going and very little. Like It doesn't give us anything really new, but it does give us an idea of what's happening in that direction.
1: I, I immediately pictured, because I'm picturing from Infinity Gauntlet, the, mm-hmm. the Captain America facing Thanos mm-hmm. scene and basically mm-hmm. saying you're not going to win. And just him saying he's put down the Captain America identity. I immediately pictured that same scene, but with Chris Evans just basically wearing a leather jacket and a t-shirt. And just, like, no costume, just kid from Brooklyn telling Thanos, you know what? I just picture the (laughs)
0: helicopter scene and just bicep flexing in Thanos. It's like, I could do this all day. Dude, I... I... Chris Evans is Captain America to such a level that, like, it's every, absurd. Like, every interview, every oh time, time, I'm always like, that dude, so if he puts down the shield, that's just what? Chris Evans? Like, it's just Chris Evans in uh-huh. regular life walking around Boston. Like, it's just, it's the man. Uh, to debunk Matt Key while he's not here. This is not necessarily, we can't confirm nor deny, but the Russos also think that it's unlikely that the X Men are joining the Avengers. We always have to bring it up because it's very exciting. Everyone's very amped about it happening. So much so that anytime there's a glimmer of news, people are like, that must be true because we all want it to be true. Or a lot of us want it to be true. Matt uh, confirms. Matt Key confirms that, confirms.
3: that it's not happening.
0: That, is, that it's not confirmed. Uh, so, <laughs> so the Russos came out and said, uh, Joe Russo came out and said, quote, As far as we know, right now there isn't talk regarding the X-Men. I don't know if behind the scenes there were conversations or if there are any conversations happening, but we certainly haven't heard any. Then Anthony Russo said, Sony and Marvel had a relationship through Kevin Feige and Amy Pascal and through us and Amy. That's really how Spider-Man came about. It requires a certain alchemy in a very special situation for studios to share properties. That sounds like very, very nice we don't think so. And we would know we're kind of running the Marvel Universe right now. Unless you cast
1: a spell. Yeah. (laughs) Deal with it.
0: And I'm okay with that. I mean, I've said before I would love it because I'd love to see Wolverine and Spider-Man, but I'd also love to have more movies from different studios so there's competition so therefore they have to do better. Uh, I think that we don't want Marvel to become Starbucks. Like, we don't want them to just be on every corner and not have to try. Like, I, no disrespect to Starbucks. You know, uh, but, like, <laughs> I think that if DC ups their game to Marvel level, Marvel up their game. More. Like, you know, as long as Fox, Marvel. Like, I want exponential increase, not just everything at one studio so they can just be like, make it.
1: Personally. I mean, I... I... When I remember when the idea that they were going to be separate universes like really disappointed me when I first realized that years back. And as we've begun exploring it more and more and more and, and seeing the different sides, and now we have a fully realized MCU in a kind of broken, band-aided together uh, uh, X-Men universe. I don't know. The more I think about it, like, I, I kind of enjoy them being separate. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I started thinking about you know, but I've also loved Fantastic Four and, and all this jazz to, to be in the Marvel Universe. Right. And I started mm-hmm. thinking, I was talking with a friend of mine, and we started thinking about uh, if, if I were in charge or something, I would, I would actually go for certain things being a period piece. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like if I brought in the Fantastic Four into the Marvel Universe, I would keep them in the 60s. Because mm-hmm. it and has a totally
0: special flavor. It just has a great mm-hmm.
1: flavor with the space race. And then also then you have Reed Richards as someone that Tony Stark grows up
0: emulating.
1: Right. Not that you have these two, because they're not even just the two ones. There's also like frickin' Scott Lang and everything. You have right. so many geniuses mm-hmm. living in the same era.
0: Right. And Spread
1: it out. You spread it out. And then also like the the very first X-Men movie like this is another reason why the timeline got so messed up. The, the first X-Men movie is not supposed to take place in 2000 when it came out. It's supposed to be the near future and Brian right. Singer used to say he imagined it took place in 2015. Right. And so in, in my some way head... we're there. Right, suddenly we're there. <laughs> and, and I used to, like... And I was thinking about this way. So if you do them as different eras, like, I would sort of love that as, like, the X-Men could just be... Twenty years after the events of Avengers, or right, something, where right. they could be yet the other generation, where like you're just getting enhanced humans in the Avengers era yeah, becoming more prolific, mm-hmm. and, and then, that can
0: actually lead to mutation. I love the idea of the miracle children. You could have miracle children, yeah. and then their children mutate, and then those are your yeah. things. You literally could allow the canon yeah. to be that. Well,
1: like all but, these cosmic yeah. items are being used, and God knows it's what It's going to change yeah. These yeah. stuff. It's going to change the yeah. DNA. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You know right? what that is. Yeah, and I and I sort of love that that when that idea that more modern comics have been doing where there's some event that causes ripples like right. that. The Flash did that with dark matter causes so much uh, superhuman mm-hmm. activity because mm-hmm. this event happened. And
0: it makes sense. Uh,
1: yeah. yeah, Golden Age from DC Comics had this idea that like one of Starman's original experiments caused this wave of radiation and he didn't know it seemed to be benign, but then years later people with great speed and great strength right. started <laughs> showing up and he was like oh my god, did I do this? <laughs>
0: So I, I, I want that. Uh, I just don't know if we'll I don't know if we'll ever get it. I don't think we yeah. will ever get it. And it's just
1: my own little fantasy.
0: Right. I mean, I wrote a whole pitch for uh, Spider-Man Deadpool road trip comedy yeah. for movie fights. And, you know, that'd be my <laughs> dream to have Deadpool and and this Tom Holland team up. And I have a whole way that would work. It's just not a thing that would cause enough. It's, it's a business. And I don't, yeah, think, we'll exactly. ever, I don't exactly. think we'll ever have that kind of osmosis again. And I yeah. love that we do for Spider-Man, but I just wouldn't count on it. It'd be great. Probably not going to happen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We, uh, in speaking of Avengers, found out that Red Hulk and Iron Spider were considered for Civil War. We heard rumors all the way leading up that, that both characters might make an appearance, and it sounds like they came close-ish. Uh, they said, quote, Joe Russo said, quote, We had so many characters in that movie as it was. We consider everything, obviously, but with so many characters in that movie as it was, to try to entertain adding another character and to get-to-the-Red-Hulk, you have to add backstory. You have to substantiate the narrative to get to that. Um, Thaddeus Ross was on our list of priorities. He was there sort of as a government agenda, and not to add another compl- complicated, super-powered character to the mix. Thank yeah. you for not <laughs> yeah. doing that. Yeah, no, no it, it was
2: completely unnecessary. It was already
0: a big movie. Yeah. Yeah. It was a no, huge movie. No, William Hurt
2: movie. did exactly what he needed to do. And, <laughs> and maybe later. And but... <laughs> also,
0: like if
1: you had that, then that probably means that of, of the different storylines and the scenes that exist in Civil War, that you would have had to take away from to give time to Red Hulk, mm-hmm. yeah. you probably would have taken away from Black Panther. And God damn oh, it, no! What an amazing we will not take away from New... Black Panther! No, no. Not that my... movie might as well have been subtitled "Guys, Black Panther." Am I right? Like, because amazing, <laughs> amazing. Right. He yes. was the heart and soul of that movie, and yeah. we just met
0: him. Like we, j- like we just insane. met him.
1: That's in, that movie had no business making Black Panther as amazing as he was. That's... And it
0: <laughs> did. That movie did the thing where I was like, man, I'm always a little worried about them just not having an origin and throwing them in because it's going to feel convoluted like Batman and Robin. Oh wait, Black Panther's here! Like, I was just in! So, that movie was enough. I didn't need Red Hulk. I'd love him later. I didn't need Iron Spider. It was perfect. So, thank you, Russos, for not shoehorning in too much.
2: Yeah, it's like, how would you have even done that. I mean, I'm mean, because you I, just you just uh, introduced Tom Holland, so you're also going to introduce, you know, um, Amadeus, and it's like, wait, so we're going to meet his his school buddy, and he's going to be there, and then, like, he's wearing, he's Iron Spider, or, or is oh, it going to be William that William Hurt Sarkis. also becomes
0: a monster. You didn't know? Yeah. By the but, way, you know what? William just... Hurt's back from that movie, from the You Forgot Was Part of the Candy. Also... <laughs> oh, wait, here's
2: point... Cable, he just injected him with the techno-organic virus. At that point,
1: just bring in <laughs> Abomination, too. Why not? Everyone's yeah. back, yeah. you guys. Turns out, Flash isn't dead. He's just like really old and hurt. He's just tired. Like, he, was just, he's just, he was just tired. He was napping.
0: Yeah, that, I mean that's the thing. So yeah. I appreciate here's the it. real Mandarin, by the way. Like... <laughs> so I'm glad they considered like, it. I'm also glad yeah. they didn't do it. And yeah. thank you for Black Panther. Yes, so thank much. You I
3: mean, Speaking of Black Panther, yeah, yes, we got a c- scene out of Civil War. Let Civil us watch War. the
0: madness. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen these yet. Deleted Silence scene. fills the room
4: <laughs> you said you do it yourself. you meant you'd do it yourself.
1: You are not used to the truth. Are you?
4: I gotta look at your suit vibranium weave. I'm very impressed. You realize that this puts you under the accord's jurisdiction. How long do your psychological evaluations usually take? Why are bored? Not currently. <laughs> but my prisoner and I have a plane to catch. I realize you're not one for politics. I think there's a chance you may be being a bit naive.
0: Congratulations, Your Highness.
1: He got extradition.
0: <laughs>
1: yes, Ms. Romanov. I'm sure I have much to learn. <laughs> I
0: love him so much. Oh, yes. He is. It's a child. Like oh. it's just. So good. So much power in his so voice good. Love, love. Great. Uh, I mean, I understand why it was deleted, but I also love that we got to see it. Like, I get how that movie, like Reset, was so big, and that scene yeah. was a one beat in a world of
1: beats. Well, also, I mean, like, what it, with deleted scenes, it's not just about what if they're cool. It's you know, Pacing. what do they add? Yeah. And the fact is, like, Focus. well, you know, what what did that add? That they respect each other. We get that from other scenes. That mm-hmm. his suit is vibranium. We already got that from Captain America right. realizing it. Yeah. That he's going to take Bucky. We already knew that was his intention, whether or not. He actually gets the authority to do it. Doesn't matter because then Zemo shows up.
2: Yeah, right. we already know yeah. he's he's cool as hats. So yeah, we right. know exactly. That. They're, yeah. they're
0: talking right. about his accent in the live chat, and I just just in, had this image of like him commanding his army but it's actually Chadwick Boston like doing accent classes because it's, it's an accent that he assembled so I love yeah. the idea of him being like no 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 like and then shaping this accent uh, uh,
2: I want that accent to uh, be my GPS voice. S- seriously oh, it's awesome. Because I, I rush to work I would be so calm yeah, right? <laughs> just hearing that GPS, Tell like, me more. Left it's like, you know okay? What? Yeah you're right.
0: I have arrived I feel good about it um, do we have another clip? I, I believe there were two that we had. We
3: have one more. Oh, no, one another clip. Nice. Before, we, uh, before we wrap out. I here. need some okay. popcorn, man. Tell us clip day today. <laughs> the internet wants to...
2: <laughs> it wants to cooperate.
0: Good old internet show, struggling with the internet. That's a uh, this, this is yeah, a I mean, meta commentary in the future you guys this is this is the struggle uh, well, uh that might not. so i'm excited about the idea of getting a fully formed uh civil war release where we actually get to see the deleted scenes because i i can't imagine how much there is so i'm hoping there's actually a few more i think there's like five or six total mm-hmm. uh that have been like talked about so having the two out online is a great way to tease the excitement of this thing it comes out september 13th if i remember correctly um
2: Uh, Yeah, but digital download September 2nd, I think. Is it? First, yeah. BBS,
0: Ultimate Edition did that too. Mm. So it's smart. I mean, it's good marketing. I just I'm a tangible guy. I'm like I have oh I know so
2: I'm Blu-rays. so scared that um like my console my PS4 is just gonna crap out on me one day and I'm like no well it's I like must have all my movies I think
0: it's the last physical medium is Blu-ray like I think that, I mean there's HD yeah. Blu-ray but I don't think we're gonna have another thing after this yeah. I think it's that's why I started buying because I think it's gonna be like albums for my kids be like flip through my Blu-rays like it'll be a cool thing to be like <laughs> I had these things when I was a kid yeah uh, Dad so, what's
3: that shelf I don't get why you have stuff on a shelf Why are your yeah. movies
0: like out and like touchable We just press a button. Like that's gonna happen. Uh, So I think Blu-rays are important, but uh, we can't get the clip to work. So we're gonna move on to a very quick round, very quick of shout-outs for our lovely Marvelites on the iTunes. Uh, Britta Lou said, "I love you guys," gave us five stars and left a wonderful comment. Thank you, Mm -hmm. Sep thirteen. We have seen you before, and you got engaged yesterday, and that is really exciting. So congratulations!
2: Yay, the next chapter of life. That's amazing.
0: Someone suggested a Marvel themed wedding, and yes. So, thank you uh, have, for letting us know. That's I amazing. have the
1: power to officiate in many states. Dude, Whoa. you want to go Marvel-themed wedding?
0: <laughs> there it is. Uh, Darth Becca has an awesome name, and we appreciate the five stars. Uh, our, plan, our plan guy gave us very constructive criticism about name-dropping, and uh, we'll work on that, because, as you know, I make fun of myself for doing it all the time, saying so I drop them off the floor, and I will work on that, because I don't want to be that guy, because nobody likes that guy. Um Kryptonite 315 said we're an amazing show and he is a state trooper and he we make his long days better and as someone Aww. that serves the people I'm nice. glad to serve you in any way. So I appreciate that, man. Great. Thank you for your service, sir. Yeah, and mm-hmm. thanks for uh thanks for giving us that note. Uh and then Luke W ten He's been following us from the beginning and has the same birthday as me, which makes it very exciting for me as a selfish narcissist. Uh, September 15th, happy birthday, but I'll remember because I know it.
2: Um, and as a selfish narcissist here, my birthday was August 27th. What up? Hey, happy birthday.
0: Thank you. I think Getting birthdays, drunk after this.
2: Right? Let's go right now. Uh,
0: I think birthdays are underrated. It is a day all about you, and that is exciting, and more it's people should sad. embrace that about themselves because every day should be about you as long as it doesn't affect others. So celebrate being alive because it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and speaking of that, I On a saddish note, um, my great-grandma is in intensive care and probably won't make it through the end of the day. And I am so appreciative that I got to know my great-grandma because a lot of people don't get to know that level of family. Like, my my mom's grandma was still alive and still is but probably won't make it. Um, And I actually got to meet her mom. Like, I I was raised knowing my great-great-grandma, which is incredible. So my great-grandma's in rough shape, and I only want to see that as a positive because I got that experience. So anyone with family that you don't see often or anyone that doesn't get the chance to say you love them because you never know when it's the last time and you never know when you're not going to get that opportunity again i was lucky enough to see her about a year ago and i will always appreciate that because you never know so hug your family love them tell them don't be ashamed it's a weird faux pas embrace that because you never know when it's over so hug everyone love everyone and that's what the world should be about so um i love you guys and i appreciate everything you do for us and i love your tweets and i love doing this show for you and I love my guests. Aww. So thank you guys so much for being here. Sure thing. Yeah. And where can we find you on the internet?
2: Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram, at uh, Markeia McCarty. That's M-A-R-K-E-I-A, M-C-C-A-R-T-Y. Uh, also Snapchat is Darth Thin Darth is in Vader. Thin is in Girl Scout Cookies. I laugh every time. <laughs> I love that Snapchat. Uh, and if you really enjoy live comedy, I am guest, I guess guest starring uh, with an improv troupe called The Revengers. And this Saturday at Pack Theater at 7 p.m., it's pay what you can. Uh, I am going to be improvising a villain origin story with them, uh, complete with splash pages and. and, Already sold. Yes. So, hey, come out for that. (laughs) Right. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Sir? Uh,
1: You can find archives of my work at alankistler.com. That's K I S T L E R.com. You can also find me on Twitter at Sizzler Kistler and on Instagram at Alan Sizzler And, uh, uh, yeah, you can find uh, Captain America vs. Iron Man, Freedom, Security, and Psychology in bookstores and Amazon, uh, which is a collection of psychological essays on the the characters. And and, uh, I contributed, uh, I co-authored one of them. And uh, Doctor Who History, my New York Times bestseller, is still out there on Amazon and Barnes & Noble.
0: Growing up, New York Times bestseller was like this. crate like it's such a thing, and like to know one, it's awesome,
2: man. Congratulations
1: <laughs> For one week.
0: That's, that's amazing, hey. dude. That's incredible. No, I mean, that's there's
2: still, like, no asterisks next oh, to
0: W. No, it's true. You know how hard it is to get published? You got one on the New York Times bestseller list, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can find me at Coyjandro, Coyjandreau, C O Y J A N D R E A U, on Twitter and Instagram. In the coming months, I have a film that's going to be in film festivals called vane That was a 360 degree uh, virtual reality experience. That's awesome. So if I if it's anywhere coming to you, I'll let you guys know. And in October, we're doing our Rocky Horror Hipster Show again at Three Clubs, and you can check it out. It sold out in four minutes each show last year, so for live Ooh. theater to sell out is crazy that's in L.A. That's fantastic. I nice. so Congrats. Love Thank you. It's amazing. That's so I'd fantastic. love to meet you guys, and I hope you guys can make it. But that's not in October, but I'm just starting to rehearse, and it's crazy. So <laughs> uh, this has been an amazing show, and I love you folks, and we'll see you next week on Marmar News.
1: From producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in for questions or comments be sure to visit popcorntalk.com i'm sir richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the popcorn talk network
4: all right hey all right good job guys uh, let's just not come in tomorrow let's just take a day